Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth when climbing the standard ranked ladder. I'm your host, Darren Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grandmasters and Master Shortcaster, Dragon Rider, and Major Death. And we're live. We are we live on Twitch right now. Live. <laughs> It feels this, weird. This, this does <laughs> feel does. weird. I don't, I don't know what to think of this. This is... Uh, I don't know if it's the chair or what. It just doesn't feel like it's... Uh, like like usual. Let's just play. Mm-hmm. It's right. just I mean, for different. all intensive purposes, like for what we can see, we're used to seeing each other's faces, so that's fine. But like mm-hmm. we've got little little like name tags and like a neat little background and like... I don't know. It just it makes the vibe feel different. It's like a nice. real Doctor Three vibe going. On here. <laughs> Love it. Okay, Daring. I think you have to explain the impetus for us doing a live episode tonight because I think that it is it is vitally important that people think. You know, this is episode one forty one, and they're doing a live episode. Why would they be doing a live episode for one forty one? Well, originally I wanted to do a live episode for episode uh, 138 because of the Simpsons 138th episode spectacular, which is one of my favorite Simpsons episodes of all time. Very funny. Um, But then we kind of, I got wrapped up. I went to Chicago the week before, the weekend before, and we record on Tuesdays, obviously. And I got back on Monday and I didn't have any time to put anything together and then we're just like and we didn't announce it and it just kind of got away from me so we decided to just do 141 because i believe that was your idea mage because it's yes palindrome because it's it's a palindrome it's 141 any forwards and backwards so and I thought, you know, hey, that's the first week after Ma- Masters Tour. We're going to have new cards to talk about because they're going to release the mini set. Exactly. Uh, announce the mini set, and we're going to have to be able to talk about that. And, yeah, best laid plans. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. When they announced the mini set, I'm like, oh, wait, cool. We're probably going to be able to do, like, our card review on that. No. It's like, it's out two days later. Here, have it. Boom. Yeah, and actually, you know what's funny today, too, is that we were talking about it on my stream, and I can't remember who it was, but somebody came in and they're like, sorry if you heard this joke before, but happy twos day. And I was like, I thought thought it was because it was Tuesday, the day of the week. And I was like, I've never heard that before. And they were like, no, it's because today is 2-22 of 2022. And I went, that's. And if you just do the t- the twos, not the twenty twenty two, if you just do the twenty two for the year, I was like, "That's also a palindrome." On the same day, we're doing a palindrome episode. I was like, like mind blown, almost like whoa, like that. The stars can't blown. align any better than this. It's just <laughs> right? that's the way it goes. It's it's like spooky in a good way. Yeah, yeah, th- and that was completely unplanned. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was yeah, literally just like this that. is this is episode one forty one. So here here we are. So speaking of episode one forty one, let's start with episode one forty's poll question. Mage, what did we have last week? 
So last week's poll question, we asked you, what class do you think got the best set of cards in Anixia's Lair? The new mini set that went live, we had 18 votes. Thank you to all of you that voted. And with 44.4% of the votes, Priest was the class that was picked as having the best set of cards in the new mini set. Hunter and Warrior tied for second with 22.2%. And we had 11.1% that said other, and we had no replies. So (laughs) we don't... We did not get actual names of classes for you know some other, other classes, classes. Yeah, <laughs> some yeah. other classes. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe you just say it was Druid because they got Kazakasan and just kind of yeah. go from there. <laughs> I mean that, that sounds yes. pretty reasonable to me. <laughs> yes. So. Oh well, yeah. Well, that's it's the world we're living in now. Okay, so let's move on to news here. Um, so just for everyone in the stream, uh, we will be doing a Q&A session towards the end of the main topic. So if you have any questions or anything you want to ask us or discuss about either the podcast or um, Hearthstone in general or the main topic, uh, feel free to just ask us. We'll give you a little bit of a heads up to get, gather your thoughts and uh, we'll go into it towards the end of the main topic. So, but, but definitely do feel free to comment as we're going through news yeah. and through the other stuff while you're there. It's just if you specifically have questions, you will we will have time specifically marked for that a little bit later on. Exactly. Feel free to chat and enjoy. I know I have Twitch up, so I will be. Trying to reply if I can during during uh, moments where I'm not speaking because I can't multitask. So, all right. Uh, so we have Songbird says prepare for board based gameplay after next rotation. Uh, remark is part of a tweet thread regarding OTK decks. Her tweet reads: I'm seeing some comments about cards in Onyxia's Lair mini set basically boiling down to these cards can't compete with otk decks and i'd like to share my thoughts we've made a real effort in the last few months to reduce the power level and represented representation of combo slash otk decks in the meta measuring every card reveal based on whether it can compete versus a quest deck is totally reasonable but the landscape the landscape will continue to change with the core set rotation and the release of the first expansion of the new year, I think you'll see an effort to incentivize board-based gameplay. It's something I've been personally keeping in my mind when designing cards for the upcoming year. Basically, we want as much variety as we can have in a standard cycle. This year, combo OTK flourished, and so we'll continue to create decks and balance the meta so other strategies have a chance to flourish as well. A lot of Onyxia's car, uh, Onyxia's Lair mini set is designed with the future in mind and not necessarily just slotting cards into existing decks. Some things certainly would fit the landscape for right now, but we like to think ahead as well. So yeah, TLDR, I'm excited for what we've cooked up for this year and I think you will be too. Hope you're enjoying Onyxia Lair's card reveals. <laughs> Whew! Ooh. There's a lot there, but yeah. I think a lot of I think you needed the entire thread to get the context of the uh, of the talk, and it's 
It's interesting because it definitely has felt like to me over the last year and specifically during uh, Fractured and Alterac Valley where it does not feel like playing a board-based deck is something that's going to consistently win you games. We're going to be talking about that probably a little bit during our main topic as well. But um, so I'm like... I get that they have to have different types of decks being good from time to time, and, and there's going to be an ebb and flow in how all this stuff works, depending on what is currently available to all the classes and that sort of thing. But yeah, it's it, it's great that they're thinking about the upcoming new you know year of Hearthstone and thinking that, you know, hey... We've seen this combo OTK stuff be pretty good for the last year or so. Now let's try and bring it back more towards a, a board-based uh, sort of situation. Because, you know, me personally, that's the where, a little bit more where I feel like I can excel. Okay. I, I, I think that's a good point, I just want to say. Because a lot of people, like, they do want to play in metas that are more like what they enjoy or what they feel like they can do well in and that's not going to be everybody so at a time when you know because i i feel you mage we are much more of like aggressive and mid-range style kind of players uh daring's more of a control style player so you know we're not always going to like or dislike the same metas and you know there's how many people that play this game i mean Millions? Millions. Like, Millions. So, oh, you know, oh. everyone's not always going to feel the same about every single meta, and they do try to, you know, like you said, kind of have that that flow in and out of what decks are good or popular or seeing play. And I, I mean, I think the game benefits from that, and it's good that we have that, because otherwise it would really start to just feel like, even if they added cards, if it was all just board-based decks all the time, that even for the people who like that, they'd start to be like, okay, the you know, why do we care about these new cards then? It's just, I'll just play these old board-based decks. We don't need new stuff because uh, it would just start to feel the same even with new cards. Right? So, you know, having that flow is is good and it caters to all of the various players that play and all of the different play styles. And, and, I, and I realize, by the way, that this is recency bias. If you think about where we were at in Forged in the Barrens and and maybe even in the, the start of of uh of the uh United and Stormwind, Stormwind. Yep. we we were a board-based meta in Forged in the Barrens. We were very much a board-based meta. We you know, the biggest thing was was Alex Straza hitting you in the face for eight for nine mana. So, I mean, we've come a long way. And so combo combo and OTK decks didn't really start rolling until, you know, midway through the year, the, 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 like the Hearthstone year. And so it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I, while I'm not, well, I'm not as good at this current meta, I realize that hasn't been this this met this type of meta hasn't been the entire year, and so it doesn't necessarily you know and you know we're gonna we're gonna revert back and potentially get back to a more board based meta here uh, you know after rotation and stuff. Again, it all kind of 
plays off of the idea of how many cards, what do you, what do you have available? What cards are available? And, and the more cards that you have, the more strategies can excel. And, and maybe some of that stuff that, that couldn't excel with four sets can excel now with six, especially given the cards that were released over the last year. So I, I, I don't want to, don't want to be like, Oh, combo OTK. It's been here all year. I hate it. I hate it. I want for something new. I, I, We've we've had you know it's kind of ran the gamut I feel like over the last year, and and I'm just yeah this isn't my cup of tea so I'd like to kind of move it back to where 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 we were at the start of the year but that's that's just me. I mean and I mean I feel like it's gotten less board base obviously with the mini set but last month I hit legend with Librum Paladin like. And that's as board based as you can get. So there was at least one or two board based decks that could still yeah. function before this came out. So, um, yeah, that's uh, it, it is. It's interesting. I would like to see a little bit of a shake up, and I'm very excited for next year. <laughs> in all in all honesty, right now. So, um. Let's move on to our next topic, which is Grandmasters begins its final year this weekend. Uh, they shares the, they shared the new format for week two, Trio. The Trio format, Hearthstone Esports creates five unique groups of three classes. Players choose one of five groups and submit line, uh, lineup for each class in the group. Matches are best of five. Winning decks become unavailable for the rest of the match. So it is still conquest style where you have to win with all three decks, but you pick a pool of classes and build your decks. It starts, uh, season one starts this Thursday, February 24th. First day won't be broadcasted, so you watch it from Friday to Sunday and last for four weeks in total. Um, YouTube drops will also make a return. Players will be able to get two fractured in Ultrac Valley packs for watching Grandmasters 2022 Season 1 between Weeks 1 and Week 3. And then uh, two more packs for the playoffs. So... Yeah, I'm very interested to see this trios format. It seems this is the most unique format I think they've done in a while besides your opponents picking your classes. Yeah, I didn't remember that being a thing, (laughs) but yeah, I guess that was. Yeah, I think let's uh, let's talk real quickly about the Masters Tour and then for our actual like tournament segment, let's do a little bit of a deeper dive into this because I think we all have some thoughts, at least a little bit on this trio format and maybe our thoughts before will change, you know, after we actually see it in action. But I do want to talk a little bit more in depth about the format. So can you walk us through uh, what we have for the Masters Tour that just happened? Yep. Okay. So the winner of uh, the Master's Tour, Anixia's Lair, is JRS Lovestorm. Uh, he defeated Judgment 3 to 1 in the finals. Top 8 included Youth, JP Mixter, Dead 17, Luna Love, 
Unknown and Dead Draw. Yes, there's a player who is named Unknown. He's a British player. <laughs> yep. So, and Love Storm's lineup was Brute Demon Hunter, Miracle Priest, Kazakasan, Spell Druid, and Weapon Rogue. So, yeah, it was a it was a very good event. It was uh, interesting to have it start on Thursday and end on Saturday. Kind of like that. It was nice to not have to worry about staying up too late on Sunday night watching it because I just I caught up the, with the finals on Sunday at my leisure. So because I mean those matches were it was still going on at one o'clock when I went to bed. So <laughs> on Friday. I don't know what time it stopped on Saturday, but probably a couple hours after I went to bed around like 11 or 12 or something like that. So, ah, crazy. So it was a good Masters Tour. Uh, Love Storm, just real solid play throughout. He really put on a clinic. So congratulations to him. Yeah, for sure. There was a, I, I also saw, it looks like he joined Twitter after his win and oh so, yeah you know yeah. made a post yeah and stuff, i saw so a that. lot of people were like welcome to twitter like you know uh the good or bad or whatever else may come with uh being a part of hearthstone twitter so uh, i mean that was that, like the most wholesome cool. tweet like hey it i'm was. new to twitter i want to yeah. make international <laughs> friends i'm like you know yeah. what i mean i I, I thought you'd put on a, a put on quite a show on uh, over the weekend. So, but that just like won me over. I'm like, yes, of course I'll follow you. Uh, it it got the the broadcast got off to a little bit of a rocky start because Hunter Ace was having some issues with a uh, with a cam. Yep. And so, like the first, I I waited around like right at the start because it ended up being like four o'clock my time so it was like the final hour of my work day and i'm like cool i'm gonna get to see part of part you know most of if not the entire match before before i have to leave to go home for work nope 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 but eventually the the cam was working and all this and and there would have been a uh, potentially a game loss penalty if there was no penna if there was no uh cam available which i didn't realize was was part of the uh you know requirements i guess for for this masters tour but uh yeah they added that a couple of tours back actually yeah okay that's i mean i guess it 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 definitely makes sense it's uh potentially a an anti-cheating sort of uh mechanism that they can call upon and that sort of thing so that's kind of nice but but yeah it it got better, obviously, from there, but it was just like, I'm excited. I want to see some Masters Tour action, and then it just, like, hurry up and wait sort of thing, but... Yeah, it, know, it definitely it was. Good matchup, though, at the beginning, too. So. Yes. Oh, man. I, I felt bad for Dead Draw. Dead Draw was so close. So close to making it. Uh, like, Oh, you saw a man's hopes get his dreams get crushed on stream, and I was like, I was like, oh. <laughs> but I mean, he's made it to semifinals back to back, Master Shore, so he'll get there. I think he'll get there. So, okay. Um. So you want to talk about the trio format? Yeah. In your tournament section, do you go yes. on? So. Okay, so we kind of broke down what what it is, right? So there's going to be five 
groups of three classes that are put together by the Hearthstone Esports. And then the players will choose one of those, one of those three, like uh, one of the groups of three classes. Okay, so for example, I'm just reading this off of the uh, blog post. It is linked, so you can find that, but they have in here example, hunter, priest, and warrior. Or a demon hunter, mage, and paladin. Okay, so you, you pick one of those and those will be your your classes. Uh, the thing that I find the most interesting about this is that you then just need to win, because you said it's conquest, right? You need three out of five. It's a best of five. There's only three classes, which means you got to get a win which each, each of those three classes. There's no ban there's no uh, like band strategy, anything like that, which is really interesting because a huge part of building lineups, at least as we've kind of known it for competitive, has uh, included a ban. And how are you building a strategy around that? Even what kind of decks you're bringing based on a ban kind of lineup, because if you bring a lineup that has decks that are weak against something, you can just say, well, that's fine. I'm just going to ban that. No problem. It makes your lineup a little better. But I am really, really curious to see how this goes with them just picking these like three classes that are kind of put together for them as like a little package and say, okay, how do I build some decks with these three knowing I'm not going to have a ban and I don't really know, like, it's it's going to be a little different than just, oh, my opponent's going to bring the three best things. I, I am so curious to see how this actually goes. I don't, do you guys like this? Do you, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, Mage, Mage, go first. I, it was I don't do uh, much in the way of, like, tournament play. So I, I am not well versed with, uh, the lineup strategy and things like that. But the thing that did jump out to me is that there is no ban. And so you have to, you, you can't, you have to address, like you have to make sure there's no real weakness in the three decks that you are bringing. And you have to somehow, you know, counter or anything. This, some of this built into that same decks you'd have to figure out how you're going to counter some of the other strategies or the decks that your opponents are likely to bring it's 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 really interesting and and kind of weird and and like we don't know how much time they're going to have to know what those buckets are either so like if they don't find like this is week 2 that they're going to have this trio uh format so if they don't like find out on until like Monday after week one, if they don't find out till next Monday and they have to have, you know, lineups in by, say, Wednesday night for a Thursday morning start, they're going to have like three days to figure out what it, what it is that they're going to do or, you know, what the what decks to bring and then figure out what, you know, how they're going to fit, you know, fit it into the into these uh this this trio set of classes so i i i agree i think i think it could end up being really interesting from a spectator point of view to see how how they go about approaching this and 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 what what it ends up looking like when when they actually go in and, and play the games and then the question is is q order then how how, how is that going to play into it because 
a lot of times key order definitely has has a uh depending on the type of strategy you have that can have a real influence as well and 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 so that that's something to consider as well yeah i uh i think it's going to be very very interesting because you know someone's going to go try and play 40 chess and just go that extra deep layer and be like okay i'm gonna pick the worst bundle because it might be you know good against you know what i'm expecting everyone else to bring and then it just turns out everyone else goes wacky and it just it's i think it's gonna be super interesting i just really think that's such a kind of cool format you can do for like one week is it's I mean, I'm not saying it's low stakes, but you have four weeks in in Grandmasters this time around. So, like, you want to do as best you can, obviously, in all the all the weeks. But having one week be like, this is a wacky format, and every, but everyone's on the same page, and you have an idea of what other people can bring. So, I don't know. It's going to be crazy. I, it should be fun to see, though. I do hope they have a good uh, mix of classes so that we have like, so that like not all 16 people from each region end up bringing the same trio of three, three classes. I I, I really hope that we see some diversification uh, across those. Yeah, me too. Also, I, I didn't realize, but I thought I read this somewhere, but I'm reading it here in this blog post. Group selections will be private without any knowledge of what other players have selected. So they're also not even going to know what three classes the other people picked. Like, I'm assuming until the decks are public and then everyone right. will find out all at once. That's, it's going to add to the chaos and I'm kind of I'm kind of ready for it. I, so, like, it will be really interesting, I think. Um, and, and I think I will like this format better than i liked uh the shielded conquest i i really wasn't a fan of the shielded conquest thing uh but this is is a bit more unique and the kind of mystery like the the mysterious options of like what did other people pick i i'm with you though mage i do hope that people kind of go for different of the groupings i don't want to see like (laughs) you know all of the players pick like the same group so it'll be really interesting i'm kind of bummed that it's only going to be one week of this format because i'd like to see it a bit more to actually kind of like see how it plays but if it's cool to watch it might be something that we could all try out even just like a friendly kind of tournament and, and see how it feels to play it too which would be which would be a lot of fun well, at least it, it's got to be better than specialist. That's all. I- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Ooh. poor specialist. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't feel bad for specialist. Five card <laughs> sideboard. Come on, give me a break. Magic yeah. has a, a magic has a uh, a fifteen card sideboard. I think it's sixty cards. So I mean. It roughly feels about the same, but like you have mana in mana magic, so you're not swapping out mana cards. You're so it feels more impactful. Like you can shift things. So like, specialist just always felt weird to me. Like it was like a not a a well concocted idea. So okay, 
Well, that is it for news and tournaments. So let us move on to said main topic. And made yes, the, the main topic for tonight, we have a mini set that came out now one week ago. And we have we're gonna talk some of our first impressions of, of the mini set. The, I, I'm really excited to hear what you guys have been playing. If you've had some luck, some of the stuff that you're seeing, that sort of thing. So um, let's let's jump into it. You, if you're in chat with us, definitely feel free to to jump in and tell us tell you know answer some of these questions that I'm going to pose to my to my co-hosts here as well because uh, we we definitely would love to hear all kinds of perspectives because I. One thing I will say is it feels like there's a lot you could be playing right now. It doesn't it doesn't feel like like we had the the balance patch that occurred a couple weeks ago, right? Right at the end of January, right before the the mini set came out and it felt like there got to be it kind of freed up some a bunch of classes, so there was a lot out there, so it was hard to target things. And one weekend on the mini set, it feels like that has kind of continued. Would would do you guys agree with that? Or do are we seeing an eight hundred pound gorilla emerge so far? Or are does it? Or do you agree with me that it still feels pretty varied out there right now? I, I don't know if it's a gorilla. Might I think it's more dragon shaped. <laughs> it might be dragon shaped. There there is. Yeah. One card in particular that seems to be taking the uh, the uh, the the meta by storm, which we will talk and about. And it's in just not a the dragon bit. the set is named after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but overall, do you feel like you're seeing a lot of different different classes out there? A uh, fair amount. I mean, I'm trying to think. I'm seeing a lot of classes. I've not seen Paladin since the set came out. Um, Other than that, I've seen a fair amount of everything else. So I've seen Warlock, I've seen Demon Hunter, Priest, Mage, Rogue, Warrior, Druid, Shaman, Hunter. Yeah, I've I've seen a lot of different variants on all that stuff. So, like, it is varied. I will say that. I feel like it's even varied in the amount of which ones I'm seeing. Like, the <laughs> like I, I pulled up my stats from last Tuesday to this Tuesday. So the 15th through the 22nd. I have gone a whopping impressive win rate of 55 and 55. For those keeping score at home, that is a perfect 50% win rate. Which, uh... Yeah, do some real absolutely. math there. I, I hate 50% win rates. Like, oh, it bothers yeah, me so much. Fair. I hate it. Uh, but um, some of the classes, like Paladin, I've only seen three total out of those 110 games. Uh, Warrior, I've only seen five, although I think the, the next couple of days we might start to see more of those. I think Warrior is kind of starting to get popular again. Um, yeah, Druid, definitely uh, the most. I've seen the most of. Uh, Priest has been popular, Warlock's been popular, uh, kind of Hunter and Demon Hunter behind that, uh, Mage even kind of popular, um, 
So it's, it that has still feel varied to me. It, it's been a little bit more skewed. I still think like you're, <laughs> you're, you're alluding to with like the druids and that kind of stuff. It still is a little bit skewed, but at least I've seen some, at least a little bit of, of everything, which I think is good. That, that means at least people have been trying things out, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy with. Uh, a week after a mini set comes out, people are kind of trying new things. Also at this point uh, in the year, I know we've talked about this, we'll probably keep talking about it every week until we have the, the, you know, rotation and stuff. But at this point in the year, people start to kind of get tired of some stuff like Libram Paladin, for example, we've had Libram Paladin for a long time. I'm not really surprised to see Paladin drop off as people try other stuff. Uh, that's that's not the same things that we've had so it's it's not really surprising either Um, but i will be curious to see i'm sure we'll get at least one set of uh, balance changes between now and uh, the the new set and rotation i'd expect at least one so we'll see what happens there so so what have you been playing since the new the new mini set came out i i'm very curious i i jumped into i was really interested in trying quest rogue because i liked that deck before and it kind of went away because it wasn't really good in the meta right away and si7 smuggler is great uh we talked about it last week that it counts itself that's apparently a bug and is going to get fixed because yeah. <laughs> other cards don't count themselves in, with their battle cry. So know right now that you, uh, if you're using the SI7 Smuggler, you are playing with borrowed time right now. But I am, I, I was enjoying it. I was doing fairly well with it. Uh, I, I've kind of switched off trying some more aggressive stuff because I wanted to try and get underneath those uh, druids. And uh, I, I'm not doing as well. Uh, since I switched off of the off of the quest rogue, but I'm very curious to hear where, where what you guys have been playing and and what have you if you've ha, is there something that you found in particular that you've enjoyed so far? Dragon Rider, I'm going to start with you this time. Okay, so <laughs> the the things that I've played the most, um, I was trying um burn shaman actually i was trying to kind of learn burn shaman and i felt like it was decently situated in the meta um i did pretty decently with that especially for trying to learn it and learn it on stream uh 14 and 10 there but uh the the class that i actually have played the most is hunter and i was trying some quest hunter with the new cards to try those out um it felt kind of like middle ground me so it's like okay it can put out a lot of bursts but then also i was dying to a lot of uh the kind of aggressive stuff the the other hunters that i was seeing and warrior just it wasn't doing great against warriors that i was seeing or priests um and then i've been playing a lot of face hunter that's the other hunter i've been playing just because i'm like i want fast games Uh, i feel like i have fallen quite a bit in legend so i'm like trying to work my way back up and was like all right i'm just gonna take face hunter i'm just gonna i'm gonna smork i'm gonna hit him in the face and hope that gives me some ranks Uh, so it was working decently 
But like I, I kind of alluded to earlier, I did start to hit some, uh, I, I think, I think the kids are calling it Dragon Warrior now. It's like the <laughs> new Control Warrior, uh, mm-hmm. I guess. So, um, yeah, started hitting a couple of those. And yeah, Face Hunter does not like things like Bulwark of Azanoth, a bunch of extra armor. Uh, Face Hunter also does not like Ranker and Taunts. So uh, yeah, that that result was not good. <laughs> uh, but when I didn't face the the warrior, it was doing all right. Daring, what about you? Do do I have to answer this question? <laughs> I mean, I, I have an idea of what you've been. Pl- I've got an idea based on the meta what you might be playing. But please enlighten the rest of the class. What have you been playing, uh, the and class- what have you enjoyed playing? Uh, the class I've played the most is Druid. Now, in my defense, I was playing a lot of Ramp Druid before the mini set. Sure. So, slotting that does in... not get you off the hook, but okay. <laughs> Continue. Yes. I, but, um, I mean, I, uh, I, I played some Face Hunter on ladder. I've been playing Druid mostly in casual. I, like, when I'm a little bit unsure of the meta, I tend to go to casual just to work out things and learn, learn as much as I can. But when I was back on the ladder, I was just playing Face Hunter. Um, seems to still be doing well, so, um, yeah, Warrior, it's not a good matchup against Warrior. Sometimes Druid just pulls out all the stops and, and has the, all the lunar eclipses and the bog beams and you suddenly can't kill them so yeah. um or, but warrior I, I, and priest warrior yeah. and priest the either of those classes it just yeah. yeah that's not a that not a good matchup yeah sometimes it just doesn't happen and then i was trying some quest rogue today but i i I've, was trying a little bit of everything um i tried the like quest brute demon hunter i tried um the just like straight up control warrior the like dragon warrior talking about like i tried that and that's okay it's just uh uh the the kazakhstan sand treasures are are just too good to just it's kind of hard to compete like in that matchup with the warrior it's like well, they're all the way through their deck and they're in their treasures and they're going to kill me with those because, you know, certain treasures can do 28 damage over a turn and you get two of them. <laughs> so it's just, uh, I, I, I've been playing Druid just because I enjoyed, I like the solar scenarian. I'm kind of sad that, uh, Anixi is there now because that's another 10 drop in the pool for, um, Resizing pouch, you used to pretty reliably be able to pull, you know, Yasharaj or um, Yogg-Saron um, from the pool. Not all the time, but like pretty reliably, but now it, it seems harder to get those two options and it's less to count on. So, like, I I enjoyed the version pre- um, uh yeah or uh mini mini set better just because i liked i mean there's nothing like rolling yog it's just it's fun it's like it's like this could either like i lost a fair number of games due to yog and i won a fair number of games due to yog so 
It's like, yep. it's like, oh, minions. Why do my why is my opponent have like two Tyrians and I have like a uh, a, a novice zapper and like a loot hoarder? I'm like, thanks, Yog. Appreciate it. Uh, or it gives you a bunch of spells in your hand you're like i needed some stuff on board or to eat their minions well i guess i'm yeah exactly so i mean i I, I was was watching oh god i I watched john bray today and he was playing miracle priest and he had three minions on the board and then yag comes down and suddenly all three minions are on his opponent's side of the board and it's like you know two of the uh Two of the three mana two fives that reduce the cost of cards. Army blood weavers, yeah. Yes, and then a Malagos. So it's just like, yeah, that's... I I had that happen to me playing Miracle Priest too. Yeah, it's so. just. So you mentioned the the new dragon in town. Mm-hmm. His name is Kazakasan. He he seems to be pretty popular. Um, not only in Druid, he's he's, he's Pretty scary in Druid, given the lightning bloom, overgrowth, guff, all that sort of thing. I was telling telling these guys earlier today, I turned three Kazakasan. That's fun to deal with. You don't really have a lot of mana to be dealing with duels, treasures when your opponent is doing that sort of thing. But 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 we are seeing Kazakasan in a bunch of other classes. Priest and warrior kind of being the two big ones. Apparently, Demon Hunter Ace, I think, was running a running one in his Demon Hunter list at Masters yep. Tour. Yep. Which, which see, definitely because of Masters Tour, people are are net decking those Warlock. Apparently, some people are playing 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 Kazakasan in that as well. So, um. Not really a question necessarily, but uh, but but I guess just what do you think of of how popular Kazakhstan has been in the in the first week? Uh, I, I think it's definitely one of the splashiest cards in the mini set, so I'm not surprised. Uh, but but yeah, what 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 have you what have been your thoughts and experiences with Kazakhstan over the first over the first week? Go ahead, Daring, and tell us all about how you've scammed games from people with Kazakhstan. I mean, I, yeah, you you definitely do. It's like, oh, hey, remember these treasures from Duels? Yeah, they give you one of those every, like, three or four matches. How would you like five of them and two copies of each of them? Like, like in your deck right now yeah, that you can right, just start deck, drawing yeah, exactly. for them. Oh yeah, there's we get rid of your deck so you don't have any more of the garbage that you started out with. You get these like board swinging game altering treasures. Like having one locust in your deck is nuts. What it's one card that can do 28 damage. I repeat, one card that can do 28 damage. And that's not in Druid, that's in any class. Like, like obviously, like, Druid's an exception because you can do, what, like, uh, 48 with Solar Embers of Ragnaros? You you can do that. Like, that's something that can happen. You can do 16 with, uh, you know, 
uh, the freeze spell and um, solar. So, like, there's obviously Druid has it a little bit better because they can definitely scam out a few more things. But, like, the treasures are ridiculous. And they're meant to be ridiculous because they are meant for duels. Like, this is... Duels is a different format that is... Uh, you know, people enjoy duels. Um, so it's like, it's just its own thing. More crazy things happen in duels just due to the nature of what it, what it is and how it's designed. And that's just it. Like the hero powers are all different. They're the treasures, the, you know, the specific minions, the synergies, there's a lot more going on there. And these treasures are very, very impactful there. And then you take it to standard and you're like, okay, well, it's turn six. I play Kazakasan after I, oh, by the way, I've already played Guff. So now I can, I can draw every single turn twice and have like 12 mana to, to work with here now, guys. And like, I can be like, Book of the Dead, Book of the Dead, you know, clear your board. I can fill up my own board. Like, and then it just becomes a slugfest of who got the better treasures, who's, who's Kazakhstan is better. And it's, it's not entirely fun to me. Like, it's an interesting, like, the treasures are interesting they they feel like some of them just like locust should be gone i'm gonna say it locust should not be in the pool way too much damage there's way too much damage like i feel like you can play around um like embers of ragnaros is powerful but it's 10 mana like and it only goes off once like it is powerful the boom bots are powerful those other ones I feel like you can kind of play around. You can't play around Locust. Literally, they ignore it, it goes straight to the face. It doesn't it ignores taunts. Like you could put a million you could have a full annoying uh, annoyal horn and you can go, yeah, that still goes face. So like that's like the real like and it's 28 damage. Literally 28 damage. Locust single-handedly ends the game and you get two copies of it. I'm going to repeat that. 56 what? damage between two cards. 56 damage. Why does this that isn't card a combo. have twin spell? Why this does that card combo. have twin spell? Yeah, I know. Why does, why does this card have twin spell? I, do, it, I just, I don't get it. It's okay. Like, it can have twin spell because it's a duels treasure. Like, that's huh. fine. Like, it, this... Games are going to be more nutty in 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 uh, duels just due to its nature. Like that is, it's its own thing. Like duels is it's completely isolated. Yes, it uses and it plays cards from standard and wild, but I mean, so does battlegrounds, and it's a completely different format. Like so, like moving these things from one to the other doesn't feel like it translates as well as you would you would think it would and i'm just uh i've spent a lot of time thinking about this since the set came out i mean it's been my main focal point because it's the it, like you said it's the grill in the room it's it's the dragon in the room it's the 800 pound dragon in the room 
I feel like that would be a very small dragon still. <laughs> but like, uh, um, the dragon only thing rider I- jump, dragon rider jump in here. Yes, Tell, please. Give I'm give sorry. give us what? some of your thoughts on this. We got. I think. I think. I think we've got where d- daring is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So okay, I I will just point out. Yes, hearing Daring's rant there reminds me of his rants about Penflinger, and we all saw what happened there. I'm just saying, I think Daring's on to something. That, that, that took way too long for that to happen. That took way too long. Way too long, yeah. Um, but I, I want to point out a specific thing that you said that I completely agree with, is I don't think some of the cards trans have translated well to the different format. And I think that's where a lot of people are having an issue is that it kind of feels overtuned because of some of the cards, because they're, they're fine in duels. That's what it was. The, those cards were created for. They're, but they're maybe it, not fine in duels either, but, well, but it's like, you know, you know I mean, that's yeah. the nature of duels. Things are right. wacky. Things go crazy right. in duels. Right, right, right. Yeah. But, but once you bring that into a format where it wasn't for that, and it's, it's not supposed to be like, there could be a separate thing for saying, okay, it's wild or yes, it was created for duels. So it's supposed to be a little bit more powerful there. But when you bring it into something like standard, and especially if it stays how it is now, I'm really worried about how it's going to feel after rotation when we have even less cards in standard. And then we still have Kazakasan with some powerful effects where I, 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 I'm worried about it at that point. I think maybe right now there's some more strategies. We have a little bit more openness because there's more decks I, I really am worried about how it's going to feel after rotation. I think right now we can maybe get away with it, but yeah, that's where I'm worried about it. So yeah, it, it feels a little it, overtuned for standard. It it also feels a little bit different. I think when they're playing it right around the turn eight to 10, as opposed to playing it on turn yeah. four, five, three, six, uh, even still, it just, yeah. the amount of, uh, the ability for your opponent to handle what it is they're about to get thrown at them is is significant. You know, the less mana they have, the more significantly unbalanced those cards feel. And and it just it's it's definitely really really tough. We we've talked about some of the treasures. What are what are? I didn't realize I had thought there wasn't that many cards that would create minions or would be able to create boards and do enough damage that you could just do it. But apparently there definitely ha- are and have been. What are what are some of the best treasures you think? Obviously, Locusts is tier SS++++ because, yeah, ignores taunts, <laughs> goes face. And and you get four of them in two cards, so you could do a lot of damage. Uh, just you know, they can keep clearing it, but you could keep sending them face. What well, what are some of the other treasures that that you've been playing with uh, that are pretty powerful? So I want to say it's basically the things that do damage. Um, so like the S tiers, you know, obviously, like you said, Locus, but um, like Embers of Ragnaros, 
Uh, I don't have the list of treasures in front of me right now. Um, Book of the Dead, because a lot of the time, Book of the Dead just becomes free, and seven damage across the board, clears the board, and um, pushes seven damage face. Um, the Wand, this Wand of Disintegration, I think it is. The yeah. uh, five mana silence and destroy all enemy minions. So gets rid of everything oh so cleanly. <laughs> um, and then like uh, so the so the lesser ones, you know, gnomish army knife kind of situation. Give your minion wind fury, stealth, divine shield, and poison. Life steal too, life steal. So you get basic. It basically give all, give your minion all the keywords. Things, yeah. <laughs> Do all the things at once. Um, there's the the treasure uh, the, that just destroys a minion for two da- two mana. Um, the treasure that gives it plus four plus four and taunt. Uh, banana split. You know, give your minion plus two plus two and summon two copies of it. The Wax Rager, which is the 5-1 Death Rattle, resummon this minion, so it never dies. It's like a Dreadsteed, except for way more threatening. <laughs> um, and then you have the 4-mana Boombots, 3-mana uh, destroy, destroy a minion, and recover its health uh, to your hero. So... Um, the canoptic jars death give your minions death rattle summon a copy of this or summon a random legendary minion the uh the discs which summon one one copies of um fill your board with one one copies of a specific minion doesn't have to be your own so um i think that's all of them could be wrong, but I'm you, not looking. You didn't at necessarily it. need to list every single one of them. I ju- I just was asking you some of, some of the treasures that you routinely are picking when you're when you're picking. Um, I, I I think he I think he named the ones you that probably uh, probably are named normally them picking. Yeah. yeah, because he still skipped some that are not good. Oh yeah, because oh yeah, crabby. Like, yeah, it 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 does Crusty. though. It it feels insane. I I feel like because yep. yeah, the ones that you you talked about are like all of the board clears especially the things that deal big amounts of damage and that put a ton of things on the board like i think those are kind of the three main uh things that i would say because there's there's a handful of cards in each of those categories um and i think even for me the one that like that i've really hated seeing when opponents play it too is the pure cold which yeah. is the five mana, it's a frost spell, but deal eight to the enemy hero and freeze it, which is like, usually they're actually using that as a finisher. Mm-hmm. And it's, so it's it's a five mana, which is just one more than a fireball, but it's dealing eight. And if they do have any kind of spell damage, which some of the classes have, then it's doing even more. And it's like, okay, well, cool. And even if uh, if it doesn't kill me, not um, cool. It's pure cold. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, it's yeah, pure it's cold. Pure exactly. Cold. <laughs> Ice cold. Um, <laughs> but it's like it. It it just feels bad. It feels mm-hmm. bad 
to play against a yeah. lot of those cards because then it's like I, okay great i had a game where somebody played the boom bots and then put the jars on the boom bots and it's like come Ooh. on yeah. come on yeah. that's not nice that's not nice at all that's that's not nice. I generally am like, okay, how do I get damage? It's it's just I, basically the damage treasures yeah. are your premium ones. Yeah. You're going for those first. If I've, you're concerned about board, you're going for like wand and like staff of scales. So. I've seen a lot of Bubba, the five mana eighty yep. beast with the battle cry summon six one one bloodhounds with rush that attack the enemy minion. That that one seems okay too. Depending on it, depending on the situation, that that eight eight that it leaves behind usually is not fun to have to deal with. But let's move on and talk about some of the other cards from the mini set because we actually did have you know thirty four other cards besides Kazakasan that 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 were here. Wait, um, I wasn't aware of this. Yes, yeah, <laughs> no, seriously, was it this there, was, there was player? there was yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, so what what cards maybe are surprising you uh that 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 you've seen uh seeing some play so far in the first week and what cards maybe that you can you think will continue to see play after this kind of experimentation period that we're dealing with right now Dragon Rider, I'm starting with you. Yeah. Okay. So I I know you have a couple of cards listed here. I am yeah, going to pick. I, I think the two for me is, uh, honestly, Scale of Anixia has surprised me, which is the, the druid spell, right, that puts out the whelps, and also yeah. uh, uh, Nixia herself. I thought that would be pretty good, but I actually didn't. I, I think it's because of the immune. I didn't realize, like, how impactful her having immune basically, like, you know, while she's on the board. Like, she never loses immune. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you never get to that point in a game. Uh, so I, I think that has kind of surprised me. I'm not sure if uh, if those are going to see play. I think one thing that has helped the scale of Anixia is being able to ramp up pretty quickly. So people can actually get to that big board of whelps faster. Uh, otherwise, uh, like, you know, after we lose a lot of the ramp cards after rotation, I'm not sure if that's going to see as much play. Again, we don't really know like what's coming. Maybe there is something that kind of still helps you get to that point, or maybe the games are a bit uh, slower and you can play it and still get the boards out. But I think right now that has been the most uh, surprising for me has been the scale. Cause I was like seven mana, this is slow. Like nobody wants to yeah. play this. And then all of a sudden I'm like, why? Why are why? Why is everybody playing this? I don't, <laughs> yeah. What are all these whelps? I don't. Yeah. I don't like this. Wait, they're playing another one. No. Uh, so that that has not been uh, thrilling because I thought it would be bad, and then uh, people are killing me with it. <laughs> so that's the thing. Turns, yeah, I turns thought out. I, I, th I thought a ten mana raid boss Anixia was just going to be too freaking slow, and and yes. Druid does get to play it before turn ten, so there's that. But I mean, we're seeing that that card in in some of the same classes that we're seeing Kazakasan in, and it's it when it comes down it for the since you're paying ten mana, it's got to do a lot of a lot, and and it actually does a lot. It doesn't feel like it's 
it does not feel like you're wasting your turn by playing the 10 mana minion at that point. It just, it does so much. And yeah, yeah Adam, w- Wicked you... Good says it's better in Warrior than it is in Druid. And yeah, I, I, I think he's, I think he's probably right there. Yeah, the immune is just insane. It just, and you can't, the immune means you can't target it as well. So it's, um, I mean, it's it's just crazy. I've been very impressed with that card. Um, and with the Anixia scales, it's just like, well, Solar Arbors is still a thing for now. <laughs> so um, even if it's, it, it could be used as a board clear, that threatens lethal if stayed, you know, if multiple minions leave are left on board and there are packages where they're not playing any minions other than Kazakasan in Druid and they're playing, you know, uh, Glowfly Swarms in this card and, you know, it's just, it's just, it threatens a lot of different angles that you have to be worried about. You have to clear the board mid and late. I've actually... The, the card that you have listed here I that I really liked was the uh, Anixian Drake. I thought it was going to be good, and it turns out it's good. It's it's yeah, really good. It's, it's pretty pretty freaking good. Yeah, a shield slam on a uh, four or five taunt dragon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that turns yeah. out. Yeah, I, I like that. You don't have like it's a card that cannot be like. If you're playing against Hunter, it could be Ice Trapped or, you know, Counterspell. Who's playing Counterspell? <laughs> Besides Rogue sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it goes off regardless and you don't have to worry about it. So. Oh, yeah, man. It's, it, that, that's been a good card. I actually think the Anixian Warder has been better than I I expected it to actually be. Again, it's another card that that gets slotted into that Dragon Warrior deck that we we've been talking about. the 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 three six felt like it was a little understated, but the fact that you get the two whelps with Rush right away can just sort of maybe remove something while developing something on your side of the board, which is which is always uh, kind of a key to success when it comes to 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 turning turning a game into a into a win um uh smuggler uh while we have the quest in standard smuggler is going to be good and it's still gonna even when it doesn't count itself like it does currently uh you know with that bug i think that that card is still going to be good now and i it it almost allows you to drop having Mr. Smite in the deck because you can potentially get these big, huge minions that then you just battle master into your opponent's face. So it's, uh, it's, it's good. It's, it's really good. And so that one, it's not experimentation. That's just in the deck now. And you're just going to play it while you're playing your, your, your quest deck until, until that rotates out of standard. Uh, Dragonbane shot, I think, is as good as advertised, right? That, that oh, yeah, card definitely. is that card is nutty. And I've seen some clips of some people doing some pretty crazy stuff, uh removing lots of stuff and and just keeping keeping that thing going. And you know, when you've got a zero mana hero power that can trigger off those, that's even even better. That's that's fantastic. So uh any any other cards? from the mini set that we want to uh, spotlight that we're surprised about or, you know, 
something that we think is going to continue to see play as we as we move forward. No. Yeah. No. I'm, I I don't know. It's it's weird. Just I mean, it's hard to say. Like I feel like Kazakasan is obviously going to, unless something about him changes, is going to be a pretty focal card moving forward. I would imagine, but we don't know what rotation is going to look like. And I like I was saying before we started, we before we went live, like Druid loses. Overgrowth, it loses Lightning Bloom, it loses Moon Touch Amulet, it loses Solar, Lunar, uh, Scenarian Ward. So it loses a lot of the kit that allows it to do some of the bigger things it does. I don't know what it's getting replaced with, but that's kind of um, where where we are. So it's I think it's just, it, we're at that weird sp- uh, state in the meta where it's like, well, we got to see what the new core set looks like, and we got to see what the new expansion looks like. And it sounds like Cora, uh, you know, Songbird said, you know, they've got some interesting things uh, planned out. So just look into the future now. So let me ask real quick. It has felt like to me since since the last balance patch, and now through the first week of the mini set, that that playing minions right now does not lend itself to a whole lot of success it it feels like i i don't know it might just be me but it feels like a board-based strategy is is not necessarily the way to go when it comes to consistently winning hearthstone games it is is removal too good right now is it kazakasan what is what why why do do why do i feel this way and uh you know because i can't seem to articulate it myself and and let it am i am i right or am i wrong i i i don't know because i it it's it's something that i've felt a lot right so i i feel like board-based strategies can still be good right now i i think there is a mix uh just like most times i do think that uh what kinds of decks you're coming across like your your variance within your your matchups is something but we also talked about how many decks are still being played right now there's a lot of experimentation so you know there's a lot of times where you're gonna hit some better matchups or it's gonna feel like oh crap i'm just hitting all control and now this board base deck is is dead you know i can't do anything with it but it's there's just a lot of changes and a lot of experimentation that's going on right now a lot of viable decks so i I still think that a lot of board-based stuff is fine um i I personally feel like if you are going to try to go for a board-based strategy it's gonna be a faster one though you're you're gonna have to go for something a little faster like i i even tried i think it was only like one game so you know (laughs) There's there's that uh, you know whopping uh, size for uh, your your uh, data there, but I played one game of uh, Paladin today, the buff Paladin. Did not feel great. Maybe I played two. Either way, it did not feel great, and I think the reason is because it felt pretty slow. My opponent had time to react to it or to get to 
their big swings that what they were wanting to do kazakasan or removal or digging through their deck to do some you know whatever they were look to, trying to do um like some warlock for example um but like i said earlier i was playing a lot of face hunter and even the games where i got on board with uh a lot of minions got some early minions got some trogs down and a lot of those games actually felt like my board was sticking more often than not but i do feel like i had to be fast with (laughs) with my boards so there's kind of my caveat i do think boards are still fine i just think you have to be a little bit faster or a little bit more resilient to their you know their their big counters and it also does depend like any other meta on what you end up uh, queuing into. Yeah, definitely. I've had some success with like quest rogue. Like I was playing quest rogue today because I wanted to play a little bit more on board and just being able to keep up the pressure from turn one, like, you know, just getting on the board, you know, using the, uh, the SI card. We were just talking about the name, just the smuggler, the smuggler. Yeah. Like, you know, just shadow stepping it and putting it right back down and just like, okay, I don't care what what shape minions they are. I'm putting more minions on the board to pressure to do that chip damage. So like when when we get to scabs, I'm able to, you know, put put scabs down and get him out with the uh the BGBM. So um I yeah, I think Dawn's right. You just you just gotta be quick. And I feel I feel like apparently I'm just running into all the control decks because it just feels like warlocks and priests, warriors, and those sorts of decks seem to be what I'm queuing into primarily when I'm playing even something like a aggro like the the shadow priest or face hunter or something like that. And it just some of that some of that stuff if they've got the removal you just you just can't. You just can't get there because uh, you do need that. You need your min. You need your minions to hit face. But but to your point, the top five decks on the Vicious Syndicate live. If you're looking at all ranks, Taunt Druid is actually the best class or best deck right now. Quest Rogue number two, Burn Shaman number three, Quest Hunter number four, and Quest Warrior rounds up the top five. So it is. It is there. There's there's some boards that can be made with with Taunt Druid and and like Quest Rogue, like you're talking about, and obviously Quest Warrior. That's all it is. It's it's pirates. You're playing pirates. So that's that's um, so interesting. I I feel like that one specifically is uh, because of that all ranks filter. Yeah, it, it's like, it's oh, probably yeah, more of the lower single. Yeah. Quest. I've like, not seen a pirate, pirate warrior. warrior. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I no, I honestly yeah. couldn't tell you the last time I, I saw a pirate warrior. I maybe saw one like the day of expansion. Like maybe people were trying to see if it was still or the mini set to see if it was still good. But like ever since then, like no, I haven't seen it. But yeah, maybe at the ranks where people are, uh, I don't want to say not as competitive, but maybe those people are more free to play or they're not as competitive. They're not really caring about pushing to legend. Uh, maybe they couldn't get the mini set. Uh, so they're probably still playing that because, you know, and in, in gold or silver, I'm sure it's probably still a pretty decent, pretty strong deck. Yeah. So one last question 
for 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 you both is uh should team five be considering any changes we we've had we've had a week with the new balance with the new mini set do you think they should be looking at making any changes we, we've talked about kazakasan possibly being a bit of an issue specifically in druid uh so that is one place you could possibly look but um yeah, do you do you think they should be looking to make any changes? Daring volunteered you, Dragon, to yeah. to, lead, <laughs> to, to to do this. I know, I see, I see him pointing at me. All right, all right. Yeah, um, yeah i I do think uh, I do think Kazakhstan needs to change. I just I'm not sure how I would offer the change. My my first instinct and what they have done i think in in some of these is typically just change the mana cost uh so then my instinct is okay just increase the mana not sure if that's the best option or not uh they could change the pool of cards again i i don't know i i i personally don't know what the best option is so like I'm saying this. I I hate just saying like they should change this without like giving an alternative because <laughs> I'm like, well, if you're gonna say something sucks, you're gonna say it's bad or it needs to change. Like, just you know, give an alternative. Uh, but I don't know what the alternative is. I think one big issue is like what you mentioned earlier, Mage, where it's it feels a lot worse when it's coming down on like turn five or something instead of turn eight or nine or so, you know. So, yeah, Druid, especially because of all the ramp. But again, we've talked about that's already leaving. So I suspect they won't uh, nerf those aspects. I, I don't know. It's I, I don't see that happening. So that's why I say if they are going to change something, Kazakasan is where I would change it over ramp that's going to be leaving in like two months. Um, because then if they think it's fine and wild, then they got to change it back. And like, I, that seems like something they won't do, but I'm not sure. They, I mean, there is a precedent. They did, uh, they have changed a card, even though it was going to be rotating soon. True. Anyway. Yeah. So I think, I think, I, I think <laughs> it would be interesting to me if overgrowth ended up getting nerfed like in the final month before it rotates out of standard because there's been a lot of talk about how ridiculous that card is for its entire length in standard. I'm not I'm not saying specifically that that's going to be the change, but it, it it does it does kind of make me wonder about that, but I feel like the I feel like the treasures themselves I, I do feel like a better manicured list of treasures would be would be beneficial not just in the short term but for the entire time this card is in standard uh i think losing to locusts for the next year is going to suck no matter if it happens on turn six or happens on turn 11 and so i i to me i guess i would like to see what treasures being offered tweaked and and have that be looked at uh, as a possible as a possible thing uh daring i i just kind of jumped in there with my thoughts but what what do you what do you think about this that's fine 
I mean, I I went on a rant earlier. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think I I think I was very clear earlier that remove Locust from the pool. Like Locust is just busted in standard. It's I like literally the only the only card I can see that has any play against it is Rancor, <laughs> and like it's just like that's you're playing around a fringe scenario. I don't know. It just it. I think Locus is is too good to leave in standard. I I think with the um the 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 ramp leaving, I doubt they'll touch Lightning Bloom because Lightning Bloom is good in Shaman, but it's also a vital part of Shaman right now. And I don't think it's busted in Shaman. Like it's really good in Shaman. It has a lot that it can do, but I don't think it's the busted, you know, like it is in Druid. Like it's, 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 it's overgrowth with Guff and, you know, uh, uh, lightning bloom and, you know, resizing pouch that can pull you extra mana and it's all this stuff put together. So I, I don't know what you do. I think the best course for Kazakhstan personally is to take Locus out of the pool a lot of the other treasures feel very good, but like like I said, you can kind of play around them. There should be somewhat of a reward for a card like Kazakhstan, um, but like Locust feels like it's just a it's a win con that you're going for. You never like there are very few chances where or scenarios where if Locust is offered, you don't take it. So yeah. I, yeah, we, we it, could, yes, light, lightning bloom is the win con, but it's not like it. I don't know. It 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 doesn't feel broken to me in there. It's just like you have to, but you have to have the overdraw or, or the overdraft with it too. It's not the lightning bloom by itself. I don't know. That's and I don't like losing against burn shaman. <laughs> I don't like losing against burn shaman. So I feel like that's. Uh, Yes. It's, so, it's is there anything besides Kazakhstan that either of you think that should be looked at? No, or, I don't think so. You know, really. specifically in Druid, but like maybe in general. That I card. think at this point, for me, I would rather see some cool, fun buffs. Like, if we're looking at balance changes, I want to see some buffs. You know, power something up, especially if it's going to rotate out in two months. Buff it up. Let us play with it for a month and a half before it leaves or something. Like, that's what I would rather see than nerfing something. Because uh, I think even some of the... They don't all... <laughs> we, we've had some interesting buffs in the past. <laughs> uh, <there's>... Interesting, she <laughs> says. Yes, These are my quote fingers. <laughs> yeah, interesting is the word I'm going to use. Um, but, uh, you know, it's... I would like to see that. I think, you know, especially cards that really haven't seen play in the last year, year and a half, two years, you know, if they came in, I would love to see something like that. Like, uh, you know, kind of as a, as a going away, like, Hey, it, it's, you know, out of standard, at least it's going away. If it's not going to do it, or if they're comfortable reverting it back after they, you know, put it to wild only, why not? Dude, that's what I would like to see, I think, over just being like, what can we what can we nerf? What can we nerf? What can we nerf? Let 
do some fun buffs. Let's let's go for it. Maybe not like <laughs> evolve shaman level of stuff, but you know, like fun, good. You know uh, what's fun, guys? Luna's, n- n- no Luna's tomb. Pocket Galaxy. <laughs> no, not that. That is not fun. That's not the fun I'm talking about. Okay, but like, I don't know something else. <laughs> that you, maybe you maybe me, we team. should maybe we should buff <laughs> Ilganoth one last time and give it give it a chance to go well, out in style. <laughs> go on style. Yeah, no, <laughs> let, let him go back to cost of one mana or two mana. Yes. Why don't we make Moars cost zero while we're at it? No, no, no. Okay. No, what we need to do is Ringling's Rifle is now going to cost two mana for the next two months. And, and okay. maybe have six we'll, charges. We'll celebrate that. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm, I play enough fun. Yeah. All right. Give me two mana Ringling's Rifle. Yeah, let's go. No, what it needs to be is probably Keyword and Ivory needs to be buffed, so that way then somebody actually plays that card before it leaves standard. I have a golden copy of that card, so yeah, let's do it. All right. All right, that, I think that's going to do it for our main topic tonight. Why don't we do the Q&A here? So if you've got a question about the podcast uh, or just something you want to pose a question to, to one of us, uh, please do so. Throw it, throw it in the uh, in the chat, and and we'll talk about those for a little bit uh, before we wrap wrap this episode up. This has been fun, by the way. Yeah, I I forgot how much fun it is to do this <laughs> stuff live, and then yeah. have have awesome uh, people hanging out in chat talking with us while we do this. It is ah, fun. There's... It is fun, especially because yeah. like I think the three of us were either. Uh, at least when we do our card reviews we are either all three in complete agreement or we are like so varied across the like ratings it's like this card's a one but i gave it a five (laughs) exactly so like especially when we're in agreement it's always nice to have like chad or or you know somebody else kind of be like huh well what about if you think about it this way and then we could be like oh interesting okay but uh, okay i just i I have to uh, to pick this one and just show it before we start. Says, yep. Do you want Pocket Galaxy? Because this is how you get Pocket Galaxy. <laughs> and I'm t- all I think with that is also uh, anybody that is. Oh my gosh! Now I can't remember the name of the show. Do you want ants, Lana? This is how you get ants. That's what I'm thinking about right Archer. now. Archer, Archer, yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> no, I don't want. I don't want ants. I don't want Pocket Galaxy. I just want some fun buffs. That's all I want. Why is that too much to ask for? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Pocket <sighs> Galaxy, good times. Yes. Okay. So, Wicked Good, what is making you happy right now? Major Death, why don't you start us off here? Oh, that make me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're on the spot. Uh-huh. I, I, uh, I am happy that there is a lot to do in our Hearthstone client right now. And it, it's almost too much. It kind of is too much. I was working on unlocking uh, all the all of Alterac Valley so I could try and get the 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 Chiji uh, mercenary. Uh, and I got the first quest done and now I have to actually get to Ivis so that I can do that. Uh, so that I can actually get the get the mercenary, but I 
I'm still playing Mercenaries some. I'm not playing it as much as I was initially. I'm having fun playing Battlegrounds, even though my recent success there has been a little wanting. Read, I've gotten a bunch of sixth place finishes in a row. And and there's there's a lot to explore in standard right now with the, with the mini set that just came out. So I, I'm happy that there is a lot to do in the game. I, I did actually catch up on all the single player content, too, over the weekend this last weekend. So I was I was happy that I was uh, I was one of the last people to realize that Kazakus was Kazakasan, a, dr- a dragon and. um so there you go. So I like, I, I like that that stuff, and um, so that as far as Hearthstone goes, what's making me happy right now? I I like the amount of Miracle Priest I'm seeing. Like I like I like Miracle. <laughs> I was playing Miracle yeah. Priest pre um, set, and I have not had a chance to get back to it. But like. It warms my heart to see Miracle Priest being played on ladder. It just something about that is just very touching to me, and I'm like, yes, I need this this wackiness in my Hearthstone. So, hearts out to Miracle Priest. Oh, I guess that means it's my turn now. Uh, it is your turn. Okay, what is making me happy right now? I think what's making me happy right now is at least in, oh, (laughs) my husband's stand up, just stood up and pointed at himself. He always makes me happy. That's fair. Uh, But, um, and, and coffee, coffee and and sugary coffee. Uh, But for, (laughs) for Hearthstone, um, yeah, the, the different modes I think is a really good one because I kind of actually, I, I play standard mostly. Um, and you know, I, I've obviously do some mercenaries, but I have recently been picking battlegrounds back up again. And yesterday as of our recording, so we're recording Tuesday. So Monday, uh, I did actually do a battlegrounds charity stream, uh, for play stream. And we did, uh, it was like a lobby of eight of us. So it was like me and heart queen and language hacker, uh oh my gosh i can't even remember everybody uh miss bowers was there uh death itself which he's like amazingly good at battlegrounds so he just like stomped all of us uh but we did six lobbies and i had so much fun with that and it was it was like um because it was for charity we were raising money for uh gamers outreach so i I think for me i just like I really enjoyed the just kind of kicking back, having fun, laughing with chat. Uh, somebody sent a a donation challenge thing for uh, it was it's called dance time. So I had to dance and it was like a $15 donation for charity. And I was like, I don't know how long I'm supposed to dance. So I was like, I'm going to set a two minute timer, which uh, afterwards I realized was I'm out of shape. So at two minutes felt like 20 <laughs> minutes. So I was like, Oh, okay. But I was like dancing in my chair, trying to play battlegrounds with one hand. So I'm like, I don't know what to do with this other hand. So I'm like, you know, the cowboy like rope thing. And like, I don't know what I was doing, but it was a lot of fun. So I think right now, yeah, playing the other modes and kind of just getting myself out of that. Like I need to do well. I have to climb these ranks. I have to win. I have to, like, I just took the pressure off myself, and I think for that, like, that was a lot of fun. And I and I needed that, 
and I need that reminder <laughs> that like, hey, games and stuff can be fun. I know, what a concept. But uh, yeah, I, I needed that. So it, do either of you have something non-Hearthstone related that you want to say that is making you happy right now? Besides maybe a husband or coffee? <laughs> Um, right now I am super excited that Elden Ring comes out on Friday, technically Thursday, go. because I'm buying it on PC. So Elden Ring's coming, so that's going to be a lot of good times. And I just got King of Fighters 15, so I'm very happy in the gaming front. Dragon Rider, do you have anything? Do do you have something non Hearthstone related that's making you happy right now? I mean, I, it's it's kind of still coffee related, but uh, I okay. recently did I and I I actually recorded and did like a little time lapse thing on my uh, TikTok. But I organized all of my coffee stuff, and now instead of like my coffee machines being on one side of the kitchen, my coffee itself being on the other side of the kitchen, my coffee little pods being in the pantry on the other part of the kitchen, like it's all in one place. And that makes me very happy when I go to make my coffee because it's like, hey, I can actually like reach everything and it's all in one place. And it just it feels good. I'm like, I'm a little organized and I don't have to like walk around in five circles just to make a pot of coffee because <laughs> that was ridiculous. So uh, that that has made me very happy and has made my mornings a little bit more <laughs> smooth. Very nice. I have not shared this with anybody, but I went to uh, I put on a bunch of weight and during the pandemic and and whatnot and over the last month I've started working out and started eating better and as of today as of today I'm down almost 20 pounds so I am very happy in the first month of how well that is going so that is making me happy in a non-hearthstone related manner that is awesome. Doing something for yourself like that is is awesome. I'm I'm very happy for you for that. That's awesome. It it, it is the first of a long long process, a process I've done a couple times before and said I wasn't going to have to do it again, but here I am having to do it again, but it is it there we go. So Yeah, I I I know exactly where you <laughs> where you're coming from because I need to get back on it. So who so we have uh, Diego, Diego Centric asking, which treasures would you buff for a variety to the Kaz pool, the Kazakhstan pool? I think that's a very interesting question. Um, let me let me pull them back up because we where did we link them earlier? I had them uh, up. Yeah, in the Discord. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the image is in Discord. Um, what would I? buff um i want to see holy book get a mana cost reduction from yeah. eight mana that is silence and destroy a minion summon a 10 10 copy of it that that's a card i don't think anybody's really picking because some of the power level of some of the other cards are really good and it just for what you're paying it feels like it's it's not nearly as good as some of the other cards, so that would be one of the one of the treasures I would consider buffing uh, if it was going to stay in the Kazakazan pool 
so that it would see a little bit more play. I'm not talking like a huge thing. I don't think it needs to cost like four mana or something. But if that thing costs like six, that would be a lot more interesting. Six or seven. So uh, my answer, I have I have three that I that stick out to me that I would buff. First is the uh, looming presence. The three mana draw two cards, gain four armor. I feel like it should give you more armor because and perhaps maybe only draw one card or it, or cost one something something to it to make it more appeasing because it costs three mana to draw two cards and gain four armor when you only have potentially nine cards in your deck at that point in time so that's a lot of draw right away um i would like to see clockwork assistance maybe possibly get rush because he's the one that gets plus one, plus one for each spell you played this game. So he hits the board. He's very stagnant. He does get bigger, but he can be dealt with. And he he's only three mana. But maybe make him cost like four and give him rush. I don't know. And the last thing I would like is uh, Queldalar, or however you pronounce it. Uh, just give you the weapon. Just give, yeah. the weapon. just give you the weapon together. Yeah. Because like the blade by itself isn't good, the handle by itself isn't good. Just give the the the, the Queldalar together. The, the just full, just yeah, give the, it yeah this yeah the full weapon yeah. Because you have to draw both parts of it to put it together, or does it just go into your deck? It, you have to select both halves. And then uh-huh. you get only eight treasures because it combines them and gotcha, gives you gotcha. two. Yeah. Two, so you're two already of the down four sword. So you're already down two treasures. Like, see, these are the things that are like it works in duels, but doesn't quite work in standard. The uh, the the hyper blaster could probably be a little bit different mana cost as well. That's the three mana one four weapon with poisonous, and you're immune when attacking at. That is, uh, um, that that it, it's a good removal tool, um, but like it's competing against some other stuff that feels like it's much more powerful. So um, I don't know, I don't know when you would pick that. I I don't know what treasures you'd have to go go up against that that that's a card that you would pick. I I think the uh, the puzzle box would be fun. So right now it's the it's the three mana transform all minions into random ones that cost three more. Uh, if that were either a little less costly or increased the you know minions more, I think that could be really fun. Uh, I still think that would create some like really powerful <laughs> strong swing turns potentially. But uh, I don't know. I I think it's also one of those where like there has to be a board and if your opponent has a board and you don't you just don't pick this anyways so like i don't know that would be uh you know more dependent on you picking it based on the situation not necessarily how good that card on its own is so but that's the one that that i'm drawn to the annoying horn could be less too i think by the way, eight mana fill your board with annoying minions. I, oh I want. I I like that card. I like the card because it's just amazing. But yeah, it's eight mana, and I feel like it. 
treasure wise you're looking for like we've talked about draw you're looking for removal you're looking for damage and this doesn't really fit in any of those categories you're not really playing that so much so so there's there's some treasures that we would consider buffing from the uh, Kazakasan pool. Okay, and here's our next one. So it, this is by Death by Dragoon two thousand four. So I've already asked Dragon this, but any advice for crafting a good deck in Hearthstone? Um, so I, obviously you've already addressed this Dragon Rider, so I guess, uh, Mage and I will take a, take a stab at it as well. Um, so my advice would just be, number one, kind of focus in on how you want to play the game. Um, if you want to be a, a more aggressive style, are you a mid-rangey or a control E player combo OTK, like kind of focus in on what you want to do. Um, they Hearthstone has a great feature where you can borrow decks from other people. So maybe get in touch uh, with someone on Twitter and be like, Hey, I want to try out this deck. Cause I know in the past mage, uh, we, we did it at one point in time. You're like, I'm not sure if I want to, uh, uh, craft, uh, Kadath prime. And I let you try a deck I had Kadath Prime in, and it was like, okay, yes, this is, I want this, I want, I want it, and you ended up crafting it. So, um, I think focusing on your playstyle, um, and kind of, uh, focusing in on the meta too, and just kind of picking out, um, you know, looking at different sites and talking to people to just try and focus um, on the essential cards because there's obviously there's obviously a thirty card deck that is going to be you're going to have cards that are going to be ideal across the board, but there are going to be certain cards like you know that aren't going to be optional. Like in, in the Druid, we're talking about. Kazakasen is essential. Like that's the card that the deck is essentially being built around now. So that card can't be replaced, but maybe some of the uh, removal can be switched around depending on what your collection looks like. So, um, and the last piece of advice I would be is optimize your dust refunds too. If something gets nerfed and you don't, um, it's always it's always recommended to just dust things get that gets nerfed and keep the dust for a short you know a period of time afterwards because you can excuse me <laughs> you can always recraft something um but you will never get the full dust for it so it, like you could craft like an example I think from back in the day quest rogue like the original quest rogue that quest got hit what three different times i want to say two at least twice it got hit twice and um so if you nerfed it if you you know dusted it for the 1600 or uh, or um and you kept that dust you could have recrafted it once you realize hey this is still really playable this is still really good do i want is this a deck i want to still play so it's kind of my advice on that yeah, I think finding, figuring out the decks that that match the way you want to play 
makes a lot of sense. I also think if there's specific cards, especially cards that are pretty good, like Mr. Smite or something like that, uh, you know, find find the deck then that that he's good in. If there are certain cards that you really like and they end up actually being pretty decent, finding finding the decks that those that those cards go in. Um, but you do want to craft a deck as opposed to individual cards because it does it, it, it's going to get you farther uh, with the dust that you're spending. But I I think I I am not a deck builder. I am have never been a good deck builder. I I had a free to play account for a long time uh, in EU where I had a lot less available to me. Uh, but I would always start with somebody else's deck and and try and switch out as best I can. Um, so having access to some of the, the sites that give you some of that data, whether it be HS Replay or Vicious Syndicate, is I think the best place to start. Because you see, you can see decks, you can see card choices. You you uh, With things like Vicious Syndicate, you can read about why certain cards are in the deck and that sort of thing. And I think if you're starting out, and even me having played for as long as I have, I think it's really important to understand the why on on the cards as much as it is how how to play the deck. You know, how to play the deck is important, but why certain cards are in there, how you should play this, how the matchups work differently, all that stuff, you can kind of get some of those feelings. HS Replay is great because they give you some mulligan information as well. And so you kind of know what cards am I looking for and that sort of thing. And so uh, that that's what I what I w- would say is is look at, at, at some of the resources that are available to you outside the game client to kind of help you find decks that match what you want to play and, and what you think your style is. And, and definitely, like Daring was saying, if you have a friend that has access to cards that you don't, getting to try them, uh, there is no better substitute for trying out something with the borrow a deck feature that so that you can pl- actually play it yourself uh, before you actually make any crafting decisions. But I would also say that no matter what you craft, We've seen now that there is going to be balance changes and there's going to be things that are going to happen and decks are going to be good and then they might not be as good. And so just try try and pick something you think is going to be good based on this information that you see and then just kind of roll with the punches if something changes. Uh, that's really all you can do. I, I, for a long time, was very hesitant on spending dust because i was concerned that it was just going to get nerfed right after i after i i i crafted something uh you know if you have very limited resources i i definitely understand if that's how you feel uh but if you have any sort of like little stash of dust or something like that i you know do the best you can with the information that's available to you and and just try and pick something that 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 seems like something you'd want to play and and just go from there. Yeah, I think on top of that too. Like I 100% agree. I am a big proponent of like why. I I hate when, you know, you you're trying to learn or you're trying to to get better 
and you ask somebody or a streamer or, or whatever and they just say the card's good okay but like why is it good especially if you don't understand you're like i've tried playing it and i feel like it's terrible why is that card good like for me that was when i first hit legend i i'm sure i've told this story before but i was playing murloc paladin and i, I always forget the name of this card but that two two that like you discovered a secret. Everybody, Hydrologist. Yes, Hydrologist. Yeah. Everybody love that card and be like, why is it good? It's just good. You play it. Everybody's playing it. It's good. It's good. It's good. I'm like, okay, well, I play it and I feel like it sucks or I pick the wrong thing every time and then I lose. I don't like this card. So I changed it. I was like, screw that thing. I don't understand why everyone's saying it's good. I feel like I suck with it or something. I just, I don't get it. It did not work with my brain. So I said, that thing's out of there. Take that out. I don't think it's good. <laughs> Take it out. And then I put in the Bluegill Warrior. A little charge Murloc. Play him on the board or pulled him out of the deck. And I hit face. That made sense to my brain. <laughs> I went, okay, it's good because it hits face. I like it. So I, I think for me, looking at... Not only what other people suggest as well, but, you know, and, and fitting with your play style. But if you could actually lay out reasons why you might want to use a card or what cards are used for in the deck, even if it's something that's there, there's a lot of um, off meta deck builders that you can find on Twitch and you can ask them questions as like the reasons why they might include certain stuff. Uh, but even if you're just write it down on on paper or type it in a word document or something and, and look at a card uh this is also useful if you are trying to replace a legendary and you're like i don't have that legendary i got a pretty limited uh budget you know maybe what can i replace look and see if you can find two or three reasons why that card is in the deck why is that legendary in the deck what does it do is it for extra damage whether it's a charge minion that you're using to go face. Is it part of a combo that works with other cards? You know, is it for early game, getting you to a certain part of your deck, like a, a draw mechanic, let's say. Uh, is it, you know, is it for, well, what is its purpose, right? If you can come up with a couple different reasons why the card is there, then you can start looking at other cards and saying, okay, does this serve a similar purpose? If it does, maybe you could maybe you could try that as a replacement. Uh, if it's not, you say, well, is is that needed in the deck? Do I already have a ton of draw, and I can afford to take one draw thing out, maybe that I don't have, and put something else in that maybe adds a little bit of damage? That could be something that you can look at too. So if you're looking to craft a certain deck, uh, if you're really tight on dust or something like that, then you can also kind of look at it that way too. Right. Is there anything else, sir? I think no questions. Uh, thank you, D Style. He says no questions. Just want to say thank you for all the hard work you put into for this podcast. Uh, thank you. We are we do put in we do put in a lot of work, and it, we are glad that people appreciate it and you know much. as i always say this is a labor of love and we love doing this and we love recording every week and putting out the podcast so like we love hearing feedback and it's just great to 
it, this is great. I like being able to interact with our community while we're, you know, while we're talking. This was a lot of fun tonight. So. Yes. Thank you. Thank you to all of you that are in the chat, hanging out with us tonight. I really, it was really great to see uh, so many wonderful questions and comments uh, throughout, throughout the show tonight. Thank you. Okay. Well, so Mage, you want to give us this week's poll question? Sure, sure, sure. So we started talking about the mini set and our first impressions of the mini set. And we talked about the big bad dragon that is Kazakasan. And our question for you for this week is going to be, do you think Kazakasan will continue to see as much play as it has since the mini set launched? So you can you could take that for however it's worth. It, it feels like it's seeing a fair amount of play. Do you think it will continue to see that much? Yes, no, or not sure will be your choices. Please vote. Let us know what you think, and we will share the results of this poll on next week's show. Speaking of the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. Follow our top pin tweet that will take you to the Dr. 3 Discord. You can email the show at dr3hs at gmail.com. And you can find myself on Twitter and Twitch at Daring Alkaline. I've been streaming a lot more. I've been streaming Valorant. I've been streaming Dark Souls. And come Thursday night, I will be streaming Elden Ring. So... Uh, get ready for a lot of Elden Ring and some Valorant mixed in there. So, uh, Dragon Rider, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Donnie DK. That's D A W N I E D K. Uh, on both Twitch and my Hearthstone YouTube, you find me there, at Dragon Rider DK. Also doing some basically like live stream video and podcast made simple kind of content. Over on my other YouTube, you can find that at Simple Side of Content Creation. And uh, talking all about mercenaries every week-ish. I'll say every other, every other week-ish, uh, depending on how, how things are going. Uh, but you can find me talking mercenaries uh, at the Spirit Healer podcast. And Mage, take us home. You can find me talking about Hearthstone, Sea of Thieves... Uh, Dungeons and Dragons and all the other nerdy stuff, Critical Role that I that I am a fan of at Major Death on Twitter. Uh, you can also check me out on my other podcast, talking about the Marvel superhero Moon Knight in the Phases of the Moon Knight podcast. Uh, you can find links to the show and and all the stuff we're talking about there uh, with the new show coming out in March on on Twitter at Phases of MK. All right, guys, um, that's it for this week. We really, really, really greatly appreciate everyone who stopped by tonight. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three. See, all the, all the, all the music and stuff comes in in post. Sorry about that, guys. You don't <laughs> yeah. get that live. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not, we're not quite the, uh, the coin conceit outfit and that, or angry chicken <laughs> that have that right, right baked into the live show. Uh, but you do get to hear me do boom.